planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome to the first episode of the Everblack podcast for 2020. I am your host, Nev. On this episode, we chat to guitar legend John Fire, who will be touring the country with his solo band in April. And here to talk a bit about John Fire and uh, what he means to him is my good buddy Wade Norris from Our Last Enemy. How are you going, man? Good, mate. How are you doing? Other than the yeah. flu murdering me, I'm doing okay it's for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit weird, isn't it? It's like the summer the summer flu yeah it's it's just not right it's just nah. everything's wrong about it yeah and it could, I mean things could be worse of course it's not a, a very good time out there for a lot of Australians but uh, hope you're on the mend very soon yeah, yeah and hope people are donating what is it at yeah. the moment that one 25 million that's mm, awesome. Something like that. Yeah, no, it is good. Everyone's coming together. Of course, your playing has always reminded me of uh, John Fives in a way. You know, you're very versatile in the same way. Have you found that, you know, you've drawn influence from him over the years yourself? Well, yeah, definitely. Growing up, um, Hollywood was on heavy rotation when it came out. I was that guy out of all my friends that didn't ditch Manson when Mechanical Animals came out for being too colourful. Mm. Um because, you know, I grew, grew up listening to a bit of my dad's record collection, which had David Bowie in it. So so that was fine with me, and which, which I know he didn't really play on that one, but Hollywood, when it came out, going back to form, just, yeah, loved it. Couldn't get enough of it when it came out. So do you, do you remember the first time you saw him live? Yeah, Big Day Out. It was Mechanical um, Animals Tour. That was, um, yeah, me in the front, just going... I'd seen many live videos of Manson with previous guitarists, but never, you know heard the guitar sound so tight live and he just yeah shredded it and it was only um sort of years later once i really looked into him that i realized how good a guitar player he actually is um because you know he didn't overplay which a lot of people do these days that's true but all these little you know his little fills and his little tricks it's can be real subtle but it, I, I find that that's that's some of the best stuff he ever does is when he when he's not all shreddy and he just pulls back a little bit and then goes into full shred. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, he's just one of those guitar players that he can fit in with the band. He can play, yeah. you know, completely solidly with the band. Um, you know, showing how good he is without, you know, trying to outshine everyone else. So he's fitting in that band situation. But at the same time, when you hear his solo stuff, it just melts your brain. It's just, um, that's when you sort of go, oh, this has just wowed me. And then you realise that you're never going to be as good as he is. <laughs> He's such a phenomenal player. And I love his new album, Invasion, man. It's it's so good. Like, Have you seen the video for Zoinks? No, I game? haven't. I've, no, I've been a bit slack, but I'll definitely be looking at that after this. Oh, dude, it's the best. It's like full old school Hanna-Barbera throwback to like Scooby-Doo and stuff like that. It's really, oh, really actually, cool. Yes, I think I have seen that. Yeah, that is fucking awesome. Have you have you got a, a, a John Five song that that sticks out to you that you know might be a, a special moment for you throughout his career that maybe has influenced you? Well, I mean, okay, I'm you know being the, way more into I guess the, 
his Manson days from being a tiny little goth kid. Um, it was when I first heard the astonishing panorama of End Times, that solo in it, yeah. where he just absolutely shreds it, but it just sounds like a machine. He's just doing this intense, like, crazy sweet picks that I just... I didn't understand how it could happen. It's just, yeah, it, it broke me. was overwhelmed pretty much by how someone could make a guitar sound like that. Because at the time, I mean, I was playing a couple of power chords and I thought I was awesome. <laughs> you are awesome. No, but at the time, though, I've, I was literally <laughs> just playing a few power chords and thinking, like, thinking I was incredible and, you know... But, yeah, just that sound. It's mechan- it sounded mechanical, but it wasn't. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, years later, I, you know, saw him with Rob Zombie and then, you know, Thunderkiss 65 never sounded so good. It's true. Which- it is true. And a uh, funny story about John Five. When I was at uh, my first year in radio, I was at Soundwave and uh, I was I was waiting around the back and uh, I was sitting at this table and uh, he walks towards me, John Five. And I thought, oh, you know. He's like, oh, I'm here for the interview. I'm like, oh, I, I thought, you know, the stars have aligned, everything's come together. And uh, just so I was about to go, yeah, cool, let's do it, uh, the real uh, journo came in and, and he was like, oh, sorry, man, well, I hope you have a good day. <laughs> <So> years later, <laughs> finally got my chance. <laughs> I'm definitely appreciative uh, of his time. He was a really cool guy. And just to hear him talk about it, even like um, the stuff he did with uh, Rob Halford, like that two album, I, I love very very much that's a special that, that, was another, that was another one I only listened to years later it was just like someone's like you know I'm listening to too much Jesus Priest and someone goes oh yeah you've heard his you know industrial rock album haven't you I, I didn't even know he did one because once yeah. again I was slacking up with the times and yeah and he nailed that one too I mean um, I guess like it's, it's, the funny thing is like when you're that teenager reading Guitar World magazine and then like you're like Oh, I really want this, you know. The, like, he had a signature double cutaway Ibanez back in the day before he was playing mm. Telecasters. And it's like, I really want that. And, you know, like, you go into the music store and you just pick it up off, off the shelf and just play that. And then you beg your parents to buy it. And, of course, they say no. So then you somehow <laughs> convince them that instead, oh, well, I'll get, you know, the pedal that he uses for his distortion instead. So, you know, I ended up with the Ibanez Smashbox, and, uh, which was the first pedal I had that actually had a noise gate in it, and I was amazed that I could stop playing and it was silent. And it's just those things where you just, like, you know, you, you're the young guy and you're just, like, looking at, you know, your favourite guitarist and just wanting to sound like them, and you can't figure mm-hmm. it out. You've got, like, a small combo amp, but they're still inspiring you to, you know, better yourself until you find your own sound. And that's sort of, that's one of the things that, I guess, yeah, John Five did for me. Him and, like, obviously there's all the other greats as well, but it's just that I buy Manson, and then he's mm. just gone on to do so much since then. It's just awesome. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, you've got a lot of big stuff coming up this year with Our Last Enemy, of course, and we're going to be talking to you guys hopefully very, very soon. So oh, yes. just a quick teaser on, on what's going on in the uh, in the world of Our Last Enemy. Um, I can't say too much yet, but we definitely have a video coming out soon. Um, mm-hmm. We filmed two videos with the Her Name is Murder guys, which you also interviewed mm-hmm. um, the other week. So we filmed two videos with them, um, which uh, that was incredible. Like, Dave is absolutely professional. I'm so keen to um, get the edits back. Um, I have no idea how they're going to look, but from what he does with his magic, um, 
yeah, I think there'll be something special. And then we, we have a release plan, but we, you know, I'm, I'm keeping it in the bag at the moment. Ollie will kill me if I say too much. <laughs> Dude, thanks for joining us on the show. Much appreciated. We'll definitely be catching up with you soon. In the meantime, tickets are on sale now through silverbacktouring.com.au for the John Five and the Creatures April 2020 tour. That kicks off on Thursday, the 16th of April in Melbourne at the Prince, Friday, the 17th of April in Brisbane at the Zoo, and then Saturday, 18th of April in Sydney at the Manning Bar. That's going to be killer. Once in a lifetime opportunity to see this dude up close and personal and just shredding your faces off. Can't wait, um, especially being a big fan. And uh, you being a big fan as well, Wade, I knew you'd be the man to uh, talk to about John Five. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome gig. Can't wait. All right, before we go into the episode, I just have to let you know that Black White Art Design are our go-to for all our screen printing needs. They do shirts, hats, patches, you name it. If you can wear it, they can print it. They've done all our shirts and hats for Ever Black Media, and they've got such a great turnaround. Excellent guys. I highly recommend checking them out at www.blacklightad.com.au. show is also brought to you by our good friends at RW Promotion, who are the best in the biz when it comes to stickers, flyers, banners, badges, and all other promo you need for your band or business. Go check them out at www.rwpromotion.com.au. Subscribe to the Ever Black podcast through iTunes Podcast, Spotify, Spreaker, YouTube, and uh, we also upload them to Facebook as well. Check out all our reviews and articles at www.everblackmedia.com. Like us on all the socials and uh, keep spreading the word. We do appreciate all the help, guys. All right, here is my chat with John Five. Get your tickets now. It's going to be an awesome tour. That's a, uh, hey, awesome Easter present. Do you reckon, wait, there you go. Early, early Easter present. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> get them for your loved ones. Take them. That's right. Get their faces shredded off. That's right. And Put then he, might, he might, even, might even pull out some country um, chicken picking as well. I reckon, you know what would be good? Put it in an egg instead of chocolate. That would be way better. They open it up and they're like, hey, it's a John Five ticket. It's like, yeah, well, the Easter Bunny well, knows his shit. Yeah, especially if you're lactose intolerant. <laughs> like me. See, I'd much <laughs> rather a John Five ticket. <laughs> yeah, All right, definitely. here's John Five. <laughs> Thanks, Wade. I'll catch you soon, brother. Take it easy. Thanks for having me. Hello, John. Yes, this is. Hey, mate. Good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you as well. How's your day going? Uh, everything's going really well today, actually. That's excellent, man. I am very, very excited that you're going to be coming down here in April. And uh, you've been here before, actually, haven't you? Like quite a quite a few years ago, you for uh, who, who did you tour with first here? That was with Katie Lang many years ago. Is that right? Yeah, the, yeah. The first time was Katie Lang, and we played the Sydney Opera House. Then we played all over, Brisbane, Melbourne, Perth, um, all over the place. And then I came back with Marilyn Manson. And then after that, I came back with uh, Rob Zombie. That's right. I, were you here in 2000? It was a Mechanical Animals tour, wasn't it? So you actually played the yeah. Gold Coast Big Day Out. Yeah. So that was, that's that was the first time I saw you. That was that was uh, incredible, man. So that was the first time I was uh, aware of yeah. the playing and stuff like that, and I've been a fan since. So, uh, yeah, man, that, that's awesome. Of course, this is the first time with your uh, solo material, which is super exciting. Yeah, I'm really, really excited and I uh, can't wait, you know. Um, 
I just uh, love Australia so much. And uh, actually, me and my wife are coming uh, a few days early just to um, take advantage and just enjoy Australia and a uh, little vacation before we play. Because I'm sure you probably know your way around a little bit by now. You've been here a few times, so I'm sure, like, if you got dropped off somewhere, you yeah, know yeah. your way around. <laughs> yeah. It's, we can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. We're really looking forward to it. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, of course, man, your latest album, Invasion, is amazing. And I, I love the video for Zoinks. So I'm guessing growing up on uh, Scooby-Doo and uh, the Hanna-Barbera cartoons played a big part in uh, your inspiration in a lot of ways. Absolutely, absolutely. Even with the title, Zoinks, you know, it's um, you really uh, just love you know, Scooby-Doo and all that fun stuff. And I just wanted to make a video kind of like that, you know, just like that, that kind of vibe and that kind of animation and my own version if I was solving mysteries with my guitar. I love it. Would you, would you ever cons- uh, consider like expanding that into like a, a series for like Adult Swim or something like that? Because that'd be awesome. I would, I, yeah, I would love to and each time we'd have a new song and all that stuff, I think it'd be really funny. Yeah. Absolutely. And of course, uh, you're such a diverse player and you've played with so many different artists from, you know, all different genres, you know, but it seems like the heavy stuff is what you're drawn to for the most part. In saying that, is there like a, a musician from another genre that, you know, challenges you and, and inspires you for what you do? I think everybody inspires me. I really try to find inspiration in all players and um that's what's great about like um instagram and youtube is i find so many amazing uh, players that i'll get inspiration from and i think inspiration is some of the most important things you know for uh just learning and, and making yourself better because you know i've always thought that you know your your solo stuff also has has a great balance in there you know even though it's instrumental you know for a lot of it you know you could definitely put vocals on any of those tracks do you do you think leave it open for interpretation say if someone wanted to put vocals with it or jam with you well i have a singer who's you know rob zombie and yeah uh, <laughs> so i think i'll just keep keep it keep it instrumental but yeah a lot of like you know me and rob will come up and we'll just start uh working on music and uh so, yeah, I just yeah, you know, want to keep it all instrumental. Uh, other than, you know, Rob and, you know, Katie Lang and some of the other vocalists that you, you've worked with, has there been one in particular that has really pushed you creatively and, and helped uh, open your mind to, to a few things? Oh, all of them. I really enjoy, uh, you know, I try to get as much knowledge as I can from you know, all the artists I work for. And I try, I'm like a, a sponge, you know. I'll listen mm. to what they're talking about and what to do and what not to do and uh, all that stuff. So it's really, um, I try to get as much knowledge as I can from these guys. And, and it, I've learned a lot from every artist I've worked for. I've learned so much. When it comes to, uh, you know, working with with dudes like Rob, you know, do they come to you first with, like, the concept or, or vibe of the album and, you know, give you the reference material and say, hey, this is what I'm going for, or do they just let you uh, go nuts like you do with your solo stuff? 
Um, no, like me, whenever I'm writing with somebody, we always talk first of what they're looking for and what mm. the vibe is, and um, and you know we'll we'll figure out what what that artist is looking for, and um, and it really is is a good thing because you know the the communication with the artist is important, so you know exactly what they're looking for and what they want. You know, I'm a big fan of the two albums you did with Halford. I've, I've been a massive fan of that for a oh, long time. I love it. You know, would you ever revisit that that with with Rob? If Rob called you up and said, "Hey, mate, let's uh, let's do it again," would you would you be keen? I mean, it was so much fun, and we had, we had a great time. So, um, yeah, I love Halford, and we are very good friends. And if you ever wanted to write some songs, sure, of course. I'm always I'm always up to uh, write some songs with Betty Halford, you know? That would be awesome. In regards to your own solo material, I mean, it just seems like you've just got this endless stream of, of creativity. It's it's just unreal, man. Do you have a daily writing routine where you just you have to sit down in the morning for a certain amount of time to get that creative flow going? I am always... I always am playing the guitar, always, 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 always. And so I think that's what's really helpful is that I'm always playing and I'm always, you know, Mm. searching and I'm always creating. So it's just like kind of that comfort, kind of like a kid with his blanket, you know, and that's how I am with the guitar. And I just always have it. And when I'm not around it, I want it around me. Do you have one that's that's too precious to play, like one that's got sentimental value that it's just on a wall or in a cabinet or something where you you can't play. I have a lot of very, very, yeah, a lot of early, early Telecasters that I don't really play. I just kind of just, you know, let them just for investments and things like that. Mm. And I play them a little bit here and there on records, but that's about it. Uh, I know you're a big Kiss fan. And uh, you're friends with the guys as well. And uh, they just recently, I mean, of course, the whole tour didn't go ahead, sadly, but they just did a, a, a show for Great White Sharks down here. Did you hear about that? I did, and I saw the video. Yeah, it's it's, it's really cool. It's good for them that they did that, you know? It's wonderful. <laughs> would, you, would you ever consider something, if someone came to you with a crazy idea like that, like go play uh, Zero Gravity or uh, your Volcano or something. What what would you want to do? Would you consider doing something crazy like? Well, if it, if it was for a charity and it was it was to help, um, you know, people or help a charity or something like that, you know, yes, I would do something like that. If 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 something I do can help someone, um, then yes, why not? Awesome. Of course, when it comes to your tour down here with your solo material, you've got quite a few albums, man. How uh, how's that going to be shaping up for the set list and, and the flow of it? You have, are you going to be playing uh, more of the recent stuff? Or are you going to dig pretty deep? Well, what I'm going to do is we're going to be recording shows for a live album called Live Invasion. So we're going to do um, songs from Invasion and record them uh, for a live record. And um, but then also, you know, we're going to dig deep and we're going to do all sorts of cool stuff. So it's going to be a, a madhouse of music. That's right, man. You're working with Rob at the moment for his album as well. Is that right? You got something coming out with him? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Um, it's mixed, it's mastered, it's all done, and it's heavy and it's hooky and it's zombie. So we're really, really excited for it to come out. It's just um, up to Rob's schedule when he wants to put it out, but it is—it's a monster and it's 
it's ready to be uh, let out of its cage, if you will. Has it got a name yet or anything like that? No, I don't know. You know, that's more of a Rob thing. I haven't even learned the, the titles to the other zombie records because they're so long. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that one, too. You can, uh, you know, recite them backwards, you know, <laughs> forwards. Right, exactly. That's why mine's just called Invasion. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so, I mean, you're always on the go, man. You're always working on something new. What's next for 2020? What's uh, what's on the cards for you apart um, from down here? I'm doing a tour uh, with Queensryche starting uh, January, and that goes January, February. And then I'll have a little time off in March, and I come see you in April. And then we're just booking some uh, zombie dates for the summer. So all sorts of stuff is going on, lots of good stuff. Sounds like it's going to be a good year for you, man. And, uh, uh, of course, I was going to ask you about David Lee Roth. Have you got um, something coming out with him as well? well that's up to Dave. Um, I hopefully he'll release the album, and, you know, cause it's, it's really a lot of fun. It's a great record, and we all love Dave. We all love Diamond Dave. Mate, he's every time before I play a show, it's my rich. I know if you've got an, a, a ritual before you go on stage, but I, I chuck my headphones in and I listen to some Mark Van Halen. That's my, that's what oh. gets me pumped. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of bands do that. He seems to be my guru when it comes to, you know, the uh, the energy and stuff. <laughs> he's full of it. Absolutely. I think he's, he's really... Um, Inspired millions of people, and uh, a lot of bands listen to them before they go on stage. John, thanks again for taking the time to hang out and uh, have a chat, man. The tour kicks off on Thursday, the 16th of April in Melbourne, but we'll see you on Friday, the 17th of April in Brisbane at the zoo. Tickets are on sale now through silverbacktouring.com.au. Mate, you enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll uh, see you in the new year. Thank you. Thank you very much. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 